Broadcasting from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village, you're listening to The Incubator, the voice of the Atlanta Tech startup scene. The Incubator is a show featuring weekly interviews with Atlanta-based startup founders, influencers, and entrepreneurs, who they are, what drives them, and how they plan to change the world. Today's show is made possible by Wella, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. And now, here are your hosts, Trisha Whitlock and Todd Schnick. Good morning and welcome back to The Incubator. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Trisha Whitlock. Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm super excited to talk to some ladies. We're deep in a month two of The Incubator. Things are going very well. I'm hearing great feedback. What about you? Yeah, so far so good. People have been eating it up. So I'm excited to be having more conversations with interesting folks in the startup scene. Well, everything we've done to date has all been leading up to today and our very <laughs> special guest. Uh, so let's say hello to Zoe Fox. She's a community curator with Desk Hub. Zoe, welcome to the show. Before we get into a conversation around Desk Hub and all that that implies, take a few quick seconds and inform the audience a bit about you and your background. Sure. So I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Been in Atlanta for a few years. Uh, mostly come from the nonprofit world where I was working on event planning as well as um, some operations and a technology department. So Logistics, operations, people, having a good time all seem to um, coincide with running a co-working space pretty well. So I'm curious about your transition between the nonprofit world and the startup world. I have a really similar background. I was in nonprofit fundraising. I got a master's in nonprofits. And then I quickly escaped that world for the startup world. So really, like what kind of, you know, what attracted you to the startup world and how did how did that transition go? Sure. So um Basically, in the nonprofit world, um, you know, you're you're limited on resources. So you have to learn how to use everything around you to make things work and grow. So it's similar in the startup world too, where you know you you have your things in front of you and you have to figure out the the pieces to the puzzle. So in that sense, the nonprofit world really helped me in terms of the challenges I had to face in the startup community, as well as um, in the nonprofit world. From what I was doing with the events, uh, working with people, networking, learning how to talk to different people as well as troubleshoot, um, ultimately help you, you know, meet people, help them solve their problems and ultimately help you figure out your problems to keep growing. Yeah, I imagine the lessons learned in the nonprofit world have actually uh, transitioned nicely into, into this space. Yes, very much so. Would you ever go back? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, only as a board member, that's what I, I know, promise myself. Right? Once I have enough money to be a board member, yeah. then I'll do that route instead. Yeah, maybe later in life. But for right now, I'm really enjoying this uh, this time right now. So Desk Hub is relatively new. You're not too far from um, kind of a large center of gravity in the startup world, the Atlanta Tech Village. You're right down the street. Um, so tell us a little bit more about Desk Hub. How long you've been around? You know, what kind of co-working de- is it? Do you have events? And give us kind of the 36,000 level view of what's going down at Desk Hub. Sure. So we're actually walking distance from the Atlanta Tech Village, which is awesome. We are happy to be in the financial hub of Atlanta, which is Buckhead. Happy to be walking distance to ATV. We can come here and also utilize their events and their resources. So Desk Hub opened officially on April 1st. We were a little under 10,000 square feet, mostly open desk space with a few private offices. Uh, We also run on a month-to-month basis, um, one-page agreement, everything included, 
no, you know, Trish can use the conference room, but Zoe can't get a cup of coffee. We want you to come in, be able to do your work, meet people, collaborate. Brand new build out, brand new furniture. It's awesome space. We've got some fat boy bean bags and a hammock and <laughs> beer in the fridge and a box ball court outside. Otherwise, right now um, we're hitting the ground running, just trying to attract as many members as we can. We've had several meetups in there. I've had everything from... Uh, tag um, marketing officers round table discussion to startup chicks to the Atlanta Space Society. So basically anybody who's, you know, excited about the entrepreneurial world is invited to come in and utilize the space. We also are attracting a lot of creatives right now. So we've got a diverse team in there. Uh, we've got everything from a startup tequila company to marketing to commercial real estate. So you don't have to be you know, tech oriented to, to want to work in our space. Hmm. We might have to talk to this uh, tequila company. I actually met those folks. They're out of Georgia state, which is really interesting in my alma mater. So bleed, <laughs> bleed blue. Um, but it's, you ha do you have a really nice eclectic mix of folks that are in there, which is yeah. very interesting. And I, there's one. That really um, adds to the culture, I think. Yeah, it definitely, it seems like it could be a nice mix and that the service providers can be helping the startups and vice versa and having first customers be within the same space is incredibly helpful for people. Definitely, especially with the, the open desks. It, um, you know, there's no barrier of walls between people. So you really get to meet your neighbors and talk to people. And, you know, it's great when you see two people talking over a cup of coffee in the kitchen and then a week later they're meeting together and you're like, all right, this is what we're here about. This is co-working at its finest. Um, but the more creatives and diverse group we have in there, the larger our network is. And so um, if ultimately the goal is to build a network for yourself and to grow your business, that's exactly how it should be going, is you want different people from different industries to bring what they can to the table. It would be easy to say that the co-working environment is a very competitive market because there's more and more of these. Sure. But I don't know that that's necessarily true. And I don't know if you see yourselves as competitors, say, to ATV where we are right now, because I think that the larger economy is moving to more of this kind of desired work environment. more It's more project-based versus a long-term career-based. I mean, is, uh, do you agree with that? I definitely agree with that. Um, I think co-working is on a rise to definitely the future of the way that businesses are going to go. Um, open desks for sure. Um, and I we don't see ourselves as a competitor to ATV or other co-working spaces. I think everyone has something to offer. Um, everybody has a niche. Like I said, we're kind of finding a niche in the creatives or, you know, not limiting ourselves. If you have a company or you're with a small company and you want to co-work, we want you in our space. Um, uh, our month to month also makes it easy for companies to grow. So um, if you come in and you know within the next six months that you might be bringing in a few more people, we can help you with that. Um, we can also be, you know, swing space if a company is moving or building out their own space. So it gives them the flexibility. Um, so we're just really excited to be a part of the larger ecosystem, as I was saying before, you know, in terms of being close to ATV. And with Atlanta being so spread out and with it being such a large entrepreneurial community here, the more space, like there is obviously a need for spaces. So the more spaces we have and the more we can put co-working on the map in Atlanta, that's ultimately the goal. That's great. Now, from an event perspective, um, I know I have lots of people that reach out to me that are throwing an event or throw, they have a meetup and they're looking for a space. So what is the process on having an event with you all? Sure. So basically, you can get in touch with me and we can kind of go from there. Right now, we're happy to host um, a variety of different things in the space. You know, we're still new. We're still trying to get our name out. So basically, if you seem like a good fit for us and can bring in a good group of people, we're excited to have you. 
How do you start the process? I mean, is, is it a matter of just walking in the door and seeing if there's a desk available or do you make application <laughs> walk? Is someone listening to this who is intrigued by what you're offering, how do they how do they get in touch to figure out if they can, they're a fit? Yeah, contact me, come on in for a tour, walk around, show you the space, we can talk about it. Um, it's pretty easy to get signed up with us. There's no pre-checks or anything. You know, if you seem like a nice, sane person who's excited about the space. If you, if you seem like, um, you know, if you're excited about desk hub and you're excited about what we're going for and co-working, you know, we want you in, um, right now because we're, there are some desks available. You can kind of pick and choose where you'd like to be. It's not like you walk in and it's like, this is your option, which is really nice for some people. Um, whether you want to be maybe near a window or you don't want to be near a window, um, the process is pretty simple. So it makes it really easy because people who are looking for a home or for desk space or a hub, it's stressful. And so we want to make it easy for them. You know, this should be the the easy part. So if they can come in and say, we want to be here and I can help that release the stress for them, then that's, you know, a pro for everybody. With your job, you're such a jack of all trades, right? So you're sales because you're pipelining people to come in, you're hosting events, you're really creating the culture there as well. Like we've talked about that. You're like, you're choosing art for the space, right? So it's such a dynamic position. How do you find that, like, what kind of skills do you use to do all of those things at once? And then how do you manage doing so many things at once so well? Right. So, you know, it's all lists. Making okay. sure. <laughs> it's all lists, crossing things off the list. You have a million things going through your head, um, you know, every hour and every day can change. You know, if somebody emails me and is like, hey, I want to come in for a tour tomorrow morning, you know, that's a priority. I want to make sure, you know, people are coming in, seeing the space. So, you know, and also um, building a good team around you. Um, I have two awesome assistants who work with me. And then I also have, um, you know, Desk Hub on a national level. We have four other locations. So I'm very lucky that I have a very supportive, um, you know, my Boston founder is great as well as my colleagues, the other community curators in the other cities. So um, if you are, you know, if you have questions or if you, you need some extra advice on things, I'm able to pick up a phone and, you know, get that where I need it. All right. Zoe, Trisha, and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This is Wes Moss, former host of Atlanta Tech Edge on NBC in Atlanta. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about my new digital financial advisory firm, Wella. Well is an old English word that means wealth. Several years ago, my team realized there were too many people who needed help with their financial strategy, but couldn't get the help they needed because they didn't reach the high investment minimums of many financial advisory firms. To answer this need, we developed Wella, a digital platform that allows us to help people just like you get free financial advice and tools to better manage their finances. We also offer online investing and the ability to work with your own investment advisor with no minimums. Learn more at yourwella.com. That's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-A.com. All right. And we're back with Zoe Fox, Community Curator with Desk Hub. All right, Zoe. Well, I'm curious. Um, I know when Hypopotamus had a physical space, so much of that was really the community. And granted, we were like in a basement, so it doesn't really compare to the win the beautiful windows that you have <laughs> and all the parking that you have up here at Desk Hub. Um, but I'm kind of curious, how, how do you create that sense of community 
even within the physical space and then with, you know, creating the events and everything around it. So how do you curate that and how have you kind of grown that from zero since you opened the space? You know, every week we try to do something in the space. Uh, Right now we do a lot of social events. So we do a lot of drinking and, you know, hanging out. You kind of have to be a cheerleader for your space, whether it's like walking through and saying, I just opened up a bottle of wine. Who wants to come have a drink with me? Or popping a bag of popcorn and, you know, walking around so the smell kind of takes over, <laughs> which I've done. Um, you have to be willing to throw yourself into all of the events that you put on and the social, you know, the, the hanging out aspect. So we've got this room with these fat boy bean bags. And so, you know, I'll be the first one to jump in and be like, who wants to come hang out or play Wii or, you know, uh, watch a movie or we were watching you know, some Silicon Valley episodes the other week and people bring in their laptops and, you know, pretty cliche, right? Yeah, Um, I love it. But, you know, you have to be, you have to be the the cheerleader. Um, And so it's really just um, from there, when you're immersed into the social aspect, you can kind of figure out, all right, who are are really the people in my space? What do they want? You know, Um, and as we grow, um, you know, start to implement some, more lunch and learns or mentoring as we start to get more people in who say like, I really want to learn more about this or that. Okay. Um, and right now it's been a lot um, of social events. You know, entrepreneurs are busy too. So you have to find the right time and sometimes the impromptu stuff works the best. Sure. But um, every week seems to be different. Um, the more members that come in, the community change. You just kind of have to keep up with everybody. Now you touched on this at the top half of the show, but this isn't just for young gun tech startups, right? I and mean, this is, this is Correct. for everyone right. with the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've had everyone from the 20 year old who's starting their own company pop into a, a fat boy as well as the, the older crowd that's like, Oh, these are awesome. And they like dive right into it. <laughs> but can um, they get up and get out of them at the end? <laughs> Even I have trouble getting up out of them. Um, so, you know, I think it's attractive to everybody. Um, you know, everyone's so used to um, a cubicle lifestyle. And so when they see like a hammock and like bean bags or like even the flat screens and whatnot, um, they get excited about it. And it kind of, um, you know, like a bean bag kind of takes you back to, you know, when you're a little, you know, you're like a kid and you're creative and it's life's easygoing. And if we can give you a little bit of that to, to help the, the ideas flow and relax you a little bit, then, you know, we're doing our job. So now you all got your start, remind me, in Chicago. Where was the original city? Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. And what what number, what city was Atlanta? Were you your third? So we're number two. So okay. um, we're we are definitely a startup for startups. So um, Scottsdale officially opened in January, followed by me in April. San Diego just opened up this summer. Um, and we also have acquired a space in Salt Lake City, and we just announced that we're opening up in Portland, Oregon. Oh, that's great. So it's been an exciting few months. Uh, we're just, like I said, we're... So obviously there's an aggressive uh, expansion plan. What about yes. expansion in Atlanta? Is, if if this space uh, is proves to be uh, uh, very popular, are you going to grow in town? Yeah, I think conversations to expand, waiting to see how, you know, we're still in the three-month early phases of this space. But I think that we'd love to expand if we see that, you know, everything is hopefully coming together well, which I think it is. I think that the new 715 building off of Peachtree is looking for a co-working space to move in. So maybe you can go rub yeah. some elbows with those folks and make see it. if they're interested in a desktop <laughs> location. For sure. 
you know, I'm one of those guys that um, I'm an introvert. People are surprised that a radio guy would be an introvert, but I am. And so there are times when I need a little private space to kind of be kind of decompressed, to recharge and to think and being creative. Uh, I love the open desk concept and talk about the, the real power that brings in terms of the networking and building that community. But do you have the ability for that creative who needs a little private space to, to kind of think and get away from it all? Sure. So um, that's a common issue that people bring up when they're touring the space. Like I said earlier, people are very used to like a wall or a cubicle. But with the open space, we have two phone booths. We've got conference rooms, we've got the beanbag room. We also have a really nice courtyard outside with tables, a gazebo. That's where kind of the putting green and the babachi ball court is. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. It's like a little vacation. (laughs) Um, So I encourage people, you know, A, get outside. You know, if you need to make a private phone call, like get some fresh air, you know, go play some, go play on the putting green, make a quick phone call. As well as it's easy to go from open desk, phone booth, if you need to call your accountant and talk numbers, you know, privately, or maybe your supervisor and you need to have a one-on-one with somebody on your team. Between the conference rooms, the phone booth, and the courtyard, we've got plenty of space to take a few minutes, recharge, take a personal phone call. So, so far, it has not seemed to be a problem at all. Awesome. So I know that obviously the Goiza Tequila is located yeah. in Desk Hub. What other um, really startup or tech-related companies are currently there? We've got um, City Life in the space. They are currently developing an app. I am not good at their elevator pitch, <laughs> but keep an eye on them. Okay. I know that they are, they are having some uh, big meetings coming up. So I think they're on the verge of some really exciting stuff. I've got uh, Buoy, which is another app that's starting up as well. And then um, in terms of other technical, um, you know, we've got um, Mary Guizzo. She is a programmer who also is working with Startup Pirates. So they've been, uh, they had an info session with us recently and um, we've been having a lot of meetings with them in the space. So we've really got a little bit of everything technical. Commercial real estate startup company. I mean, at this point, everybody has a technical swing. Sure. But I'd say those are those are kind of the, the app developers. But between the commercial real estate startup, we've got a Beer Street Journal, which is a beer website. So he's always updating his site as well and working on different things. Uh, we have a motion graphics team. So pretty much... We're a party waiting to happen. <laughs> you know, we, we've got tequila and active. We can have an app that tells you where the party is. I've got a wedding DJ in the space. That's awesome. So I'm going to uh, move into your beanbag room. And- <laughs> yeah, between the beanbags and the, the putting green beer and the tequila, desk comes a party. I'm surprised anybody ever leaves. <laughs> Well, there's some really intriguing organizations there, Trish. I mean, I, we might have to consider uh, broadcasting from the beanbag room on location. Desk on Cup. tequila. <laughs> well, I, mean, I was going to go I've there next. I've got nothing but jokes. <laughs> Hopped up on tequila. You know, uh, talk about uh, the person who maybe is, is is so bootstrapping their startup or their business that they're trying to work from home. And uh, it's maybe less expensive to operate that way, but you're missing out on a lot by not being plugged into a community. Talk about, just uh, think for a minute, the pitch that guy who's home working from his home office and tell him tell him or her why they need to consider plugging into a community like this. Well, we're not just for drinking, so you know, <laughs> but uh, we do get a lot done at Desk Hub. So human interaction, as we all know, is extremely important. And, you know, if you're home and you're in your PJs and now with Netflix and they have the like, you don't even have to click the button to start the next episode when you're binge watching, you just sit there. So, you know, I'm like, 
Put Boy, the she Cheetos, knows me pretty well. Put the Cheetos <laughs> down, you know, put on some clothes. So I think there's, I think there's something to be said of every day you come in and you know that you have a desk to sit at, you have a cup of coffee that you can get and you've got a hub and you get to know your neighbors around you. And even if it's a few minutes every day that you're just chit-chatting to go from, you know, being home to some interaction with a physical space space that you can call yours is more important than people realize. And I've seen people go from home to desk hub and totally change. And they're in like every day. It might not be the whole day, but it gives you a reason to get up in the morning, take a shower, put clothes on and come to work. You know, when you hit the the two to three person company, you can't, you know, you don't want to bring a client to your house. You know, you don't want to bring an investor to your house. And Starbucks is the lines out the door. It's loud in there. If I was going to pitch my company or I wanted somebody to put money into my company, I want a professional environment that I feel good about. And that's what I want Desk Hub to be for these people. Um, if somebody was interested in doing something a la carte, like if they only want to have a meeting there and they don't really want to have a desk all the time, is that something that you all do as well? We could we could definitely work something out. I mean, I will say that we want we want to build our membership you know, in Desk Hub. We want people to be, you know, have a desk. So ultimately we are creating the community versus having a constant shuffle of people. But right now, if, you know, an organization or a small company wanted to run out a conference room as a way to engage with our members or get to know our space, I'm all about it. Yeah, it's it's an important question. Do you have a la carte services? Uh, but I appreciate what you're trying to do in terms of building that community. Yeah. And having a constant in and out would, would detract from that. So I appreciate uh, uh, your position on that. From a tech standpoint, I'm, I'm, there's so much to manage, I would assume. What, are, what kind of technology are you using to keep everything in order and... Sure. So as everyone knows, Google Docs is our friend. (laughs) Especially when you're, you know, as many of you know, when your team is spread across the country, it's just easy to access files, share things, especially when we're, you know, I'm working on Atlanta, desktop on an Atlanta level, but I'm also working on desktop on a national level as well. You know, file sharing makes that easy. We're about to implement um, Nexodus, which is a co-working space software. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's kind of like a room reservations meets an intranet. If you wanted to do some payments through it, you could. So we're about to um, soft launch with that to just kind of get members to reserve conference room space, phone booths if they want through that. Otherwise, right now, um, we're kind of to the basics. We're doing a lot of um, writing on our glass walls and whatnot. And we just got some cool boards up for people to write on and, you know, just kind of growing with the community as we see fit. Um, So going national, I'm sure that you guys are trying to figure out kind of a way to make it turnkey when you go somewhere new that it's like prescribed on how you make how you make it work. You don't have to rework the wheel every time. Right. Um, so what is your role with trying to make this a national company? We're still figuring out how that's going to work, but basically we're working on kind of, you know, quote, if you will, the handbook of, you know, figuring out starting up Desk Hub in another city, helping with what do our community rules look like, you know, having the same kind of overall, um, here's what we, here's what we stand for. And then manipulating that to each city. Those of us who have opened up a space, just making sure we're communicating with the new community curators to say, I'm here for you, whatever you're feeling and thinking is normal. If you have questions, you know, here's what I did. There's so many things from aesthetics, you know, like, do we want to have some of the same, you know, branding and same signage and all of our spaces? Do we want to make it look different for each city? And then also, um, you know, social media is huge as we know. And so anytime you've got, um, multiple cities going on, figuring out like, all right, who's taking control of this? Do we need to be posting this, this, and this here? Or which city? Really exciting though, to be a part of something new that's growing so quickly and getting to actually say like, you know, here's what I think and here's what I think we should be doing and getting to play to play my part in that. 
well, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch Dust Cub grow. So uh, good luck with that. Uh, Zoe, I'm sure you're aware that uh, the incubator is made possible by Wella. And so uh, it's time for the Wella question of the week. You know, we need to incorporate some sort of a neat musical interlude. Da, 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 da. Should I sing each time? <laughs> That's what we can do. You can hum a different song every time. We'll have to talk to our producer about how we can do that. But uh, Zoe, the Wella question of the week. So what is the best financial advice you have ever received? That could apply to you personally, to your business. Interesting. Mo money, mo problems. Yeah. <laughs> the late, great, notorious B.I.G. once said. Oh, um, my. So there's always room for negotiation. Think big, spend small. <laughs> Trish, did you ever think that uh, uh, notorious B.I.G. would be one of the answers to the well question of the week? Yes, I did, actually. That's outstanding. <laughs> I'm surprised it took us four episodes to get that, to get that far. <laughs> if, you, if you read on uh, on the Desk Hub website, if you go to the Atlanta page, um, if you read the When Zoe is Not Working at Desk Hub um, section, it says she can be found at Atlanta rap concerts. Oh, there so you go. you just knew that that <laughs> needed to happen in exactly. this. You're welcome. Outstanding. Well, Zoe, we're out of time now. Before we let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have questions, where can they learn more about Desk Hub? Zoe, Z-O-E at deskhub.com. Shoot me an email. Come on in for a tour. Follow us on t- Twitter at Desk Hub ATL, Facebook Desk Hub Atlanta. Um, yeah, give us a shout. Come on by, hang out. And we'll have to talk to you about broadcasting from there. That would be a lot of fun. We'd love it. Zoe Fox, community curator with Desk Hub. Great to have you. Thanks for stopping by the incubator. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. All right. On behalf of our guest, Zoe Fox, my co-host, Trisha Whitlock, I'm Todd Schnick. We'll see you next week on The Incubator. You've been listening to The Incubator, recorded from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village. This broadcast is a partnership between the Intrepid Now Media Network and Hypopotamus, and made possible by Wella, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. The Incubator is directed by Andrea Risk and produced by Floyd Fischel. You can find The Incubator on iTunes, and leaving a rating and review on iTunes will be appreciated by all. Again, you've been listening to The Incubator. The show will return next week. We'll see you then.